0: Before we get started this week, we have a very exciting announcement. This is our last week in 1984.
1: Boo, but yay! Yeah, well,
0: (laughs) that doesn't mean the show is ending. We have two more episodes this year, so we aren't even taking a week off. But this, um, this last movie will be the final movie that came out in the calendar year of 84. And next year, we are going to be doing... The same thing,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa.
0: but in a different year. So um, that year is to be determined. We're going to be announcing that next week um, or perhaps on our final episode of the year. So we're really excited. Should we reveal the decade, Ashley? No. Okay. We're not No going the decade. Can we say <laughs> that it, it can we rule out the 40s?
1: Yes, we can definitely okay. rule out the
2: 40s. It's
0: oh, not going to be the 40s. Um, Sorry. <laughs> But every other decade, including 2030, is on the table. So uh, we're going to be but we're going to be picking a single year, just like we did this this year, and going through the latest movie that came out week to week. In addition to that, because we're not in 1984 anymore, we and we plan to do this for a long time. We had to come up with a new name. Ashley, what is our new name? So it's new release. Best year ever! Woo! Cracking a beard of that. (laughs) Every year that we do is the best year ever for that year. 84, (laughs) uh, my birth year, obviously is the best best year ever, but next year we'll have a a best year ever. Um, Maybe better. Let's start the show. Woo!
3: Ooh, ooh. nice moves. We made it. I'm Drew here
0: with my little sis, Ashley, and best friend, Derek. And we just got back from December 21st, 1984, the past. Ashley, what were we doing there?
1: Well, each week we travel back in time to the best year ever.
0: 1984?
1: (laughs) For now. To watch whatever movie just hit theaters.
0: And maybe invent some new dance moves. Actually, I don't even know how to describe what you've been doing ever since (laughs) we got out of the movie. Why don't you just take it away? Okay, well... You have to to describe it since we can't see you. Right,
1: right, right. Okay, (laughs) so there were two dance moves that I think you're referring to. Mm -hmm. So the first one, (laughs) you basically lie on... Lie on your back and you do the bridge like a crab, but instead of doing like a crab walk, you mix a crab walk with uh, the moonwalk. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's like a moonwalking so, crab. It's kind and of like a, the exorcist. Yeah, but like fun and not scary. <laughs> and, call, and I call it the Jackson crab.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: And then the other one might sound a little bit familiar, but then there's a bit of a twist. So you saw me do this, which is you put your right foot in and then you put your right foot out. But then you do 25 backflips in a row.
0: (laughs) I counted like 15. Give up? (laughs) But whatever. I mean. Okay. Well, we'll... like
1: it can range from like 10 to 25. Yeah. Um, And then I call that the tricky flipper.
0: (laughs) I guess you are. (laughs) Um, That's it. (laughs) As entertaining as that was, um, let's figure out what movie we watched this week.
3: If you've never felt it before you feel it now. Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. No the ultimate breakers, Kelly, Ozone and Turbo are back. For everyone who believes in the beat. And the beat's never been better. Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Rated PG. Starts Wednesday at a theater near you.
1: So if you couldn't guess, we watched Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo, rated PG for extreme dancing and sexy, (laughs) sexy costumes. Um, Also, it was directed by Sam Furstenberg, who made Ninja 3.
3: Oh, yeah. same year year for Sam. Yeah,
1: super busy. Um, Was that Ninja 3 Domination, right? Or something? Yeah, the Domination. (laughs)
3: Um,
0: Derek's dad's favorite movie of all time. Yeah. So yeah, he had that movie come out in September. And this one came out in December. And of course, he didn't direct the first break-in, but that came out just seven months (laughs) before this. So uh big and there was a movie in September that we skipped called Beach Street, I want to say. Yeah, you're right. So I don't know what was in the what was in the air, whatever um triple flippers or super (laughs) flippers (laughs) people were were on. Tricky uh, flippers. Tricky flippers, yeah. So the break in poster. As I'm sure you guessed, is a neon high top with a um, electrical plug in the bottom of it, and well, not in the 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 male end of an electrical plug, um, and then the characters are dancing on top of the giant shoe. They're both. <laughs> that's exactly Obviously. what I thought it was gonna look like. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. I have no idea. I guess the oh the the plug is because it's electric.
1: Boogie woogie. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sh- sure. Yeah. <laughs> why not
0: electric electric boogaloo we're gonna be saying that a lot um and giggling every time ashley what uh, what's the plot of this movie if it's gonna
3: if you can do it in 15 seconds or less it's actually 8.4 seconds this week okay
1: mm. <clears throat> 84. ready
3: four got it yep <laughs> Quick go one. ahead
1: okay uh dancers unite to save a little community center from being demolished by corporate assholes
3: okay mm. Three, two, one. <laughs> Normally I get annoyed, oh.
1: but this time I don't, you don't have to get annoyed because I didn't have to go into detail. There's no detail to go <laughs> did into. You,
0: did you mention the dancing?
1: Yeah. I said dancers.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. There's a lot of dancing and there is a a, a, a mission and maybe they accomplish it. Ashley, um, We all watched Breaking One, of course, uh, earlier this year. So what was your backstory with uh, this movie or just, you know, dance in general?
1: (laughs) Um, Well, love dancing. Uh, As you can tell by my sweet dance moves I made up. Um, As a kid, I did ballet tap and jazz for a bit. Um, Super little kid. I think I was like seven or six because I was in The Wizard of Oz and I was a little sunflower. Oh, So that's pretty much all I How does a sunflower dance? (laughs) <laughs> poorly <laughs> you just sway a lot and like every once in a while, like turn around yeah.
3: that's what I was doing at the dance club in 84 when we were there <laughs> see the
1: perfect the sunflower <laughs> it's like
3: the the indie shoegaze style of dancing
0: right yeah flower. Yeah. oh yeah nice sunflower wallflower <laughs> for me um, I have not seen this movie but I had heard the title come up a bunch of times Um, it's Uh, like infamous or famous for just having one of the most like kind of starting this trend that, you know, uh, Sharknado and uh, a lot of stuff in between would pick up on where you go with kind of like this absurdist uh, title for the sequel. Sequels are uh, always known to just kind of like try to double the action and double down on everything that was uh, good about the first one. So why not start with the title? um i wrote down the definition for uh the style of dance in this movie were you familiar with like pop and lock <laughs> Actually, yeah, per, yeah so familiar <laughs> didn't like justin timberlake invent it
1: yeah yeah for sure <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, no. i feel
0: like that's you know sadly when i missed this phase because i was too young and then it sadly. came back like late mm. 90s or something um so yeah, it's it's characterized as a fluid leg-oriented style dance to funk music, utilizing rolls of the hips, knees, legs, head, which was later combined with popping. So yeah. you move your lower body and you
3: pop your top body, <laughs> and then you unlock it and then start over.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then you roll to
1: pop and lock again. Perfect. Back.
0: <laughs> Derek, um, what's your backstory with popping? Just <laughs> with kidding. Popping and locking. <laughs>
3: You know, uh, the first time I heard about this film was the the first time that we watched the first one, but I always really dug uh, breakdancing in general. I always wanted to do it. So that's that's my backstory.
0: I think we talked about with the first one that there was this there was some kind of like underground documentary that mm-hmm. the producers or somebody saw Ice-T might have been a part of that. It was part well. of like
1: his house or something. It was like Ice-T's house or as well We're yeah at someone's house that... yeah
0: So somebody like, like started filming people um like started filming the this dance subculture and they decided to make a narrative semi i mean it's a narrative story yeah. out of it but uh flimsy at best so um let's talk about our lead characters ashley do you want to go through them real quick
1: Sure. So the leads are Kelly, Ozone, and Turbo, who are in the first movie. And then secondary is Strobe, who's like the head of the their rivals, the Electro Rockers. Um, Bri- Bryon? Byron? <laughs> Byron?
0: Or, yeah, it is Bryon,
1: Brian, <laughs> Brian? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Byron. Um, and he's like the evil developer who wants to build something on top of the community center. Then there's Ice-T. And then there's this girl um, who's a Hispanic girl who's Did you, I don't know if, did you notice that her voice was dubbed throughout the entire movie?
0: I didn't. Um, she was like very
1: soft speak, like a soft spoken girl.
0: Yeah. So this is the love interest of, um, turbo, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Turbo's love interest. Um, but in real life, she actually could speak Spanish as well, but her voice was actually more soft spoken. So they couldn't use it. So they had to dub someone over her voice.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Not
1: like a weird, like you're too, like just speak up. I don't get it. But
0: I mean, she doesn't get the the character doesn't have a lot of lines anyway. It's not really, it's not like uh, a bad uh, language barrier gag, really. It's not really no. played like that. It's just it makes their love story sort of um, like limit. You know, they can only focus on communicating through dance versus mm-hmm. verbal <laughs> so <Aww. laughs> um, yeah it, it actually kind of sweetens it in my opinion and i'm not sure they needed to really dub much in at all but yeah um, or why they didn't just have her she couldn't like speak louder for the, the i don't
1: know they just said her voice was too soft yeah interesting weird
0: um
1: but of those characters guess who i pick
0: um turbo for sure
1: none of them <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ice tea.
1: Um, I'm going to pick the little baby break dancer,
3: Oh, right. Yeah. You, who's like you, pretty the sassy. New, the new baby.
1: baby the dancer. new baby break dancer. Yeah. He's like kind of sassy and he's talking to the developer and giving him a little bit of lip. Um, I,
0: th- I think he was in the first one too, right? Cause they had that
3: scene where she teaches the kids.
1: I think, oh. so, I believe so. Um, yeah. but I'm going to, he's going to be my choice.
3: Well, also should we officially go in to choose your character? Yes.
0: Play the sound.
1: <laughs> Chosen. <laughs>
0: you know, um a little, you know, behind the scenes action here. We could do it that way where we name the characters and then we choose our characters sound cue. So. Oh yeah. Keep that in mind. Um so you are the unnamed little kid with the headband. Yep. Um who gets pushed by the evil uh, Brian developer. <laughs> yep. Um I am going to go with Kelly. I think I picked Kelly last time. You I'm sure did. I did. Yeah, Yeah, you did. Best outfits, best um, haircut, best. um, I mean, uh, I guess if I'm projecting, I'm not going to project myself into any of the super um, uh, fluid uh, black characters, like fluid in their dance moves and and skills. So if I have to project myself into one of the characters, it's going to be it's going to be Kelly.
3: Okay. Derek. I am turbo, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, totally get that. The line where he says like I'm Woody Woodpecker, guess who, or something like that, was hilarious. (laughs) I wish I had the sound bite for it. Uh, He also has one of the best dances in the film, which I'm sure we're gonna get into. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So, cool.
0: Um, Ashley is Kid. I'm Kelly, and Derek is Turbo. Let's go through our highlights from the movie. (laughs) that's the title (laughs) over and over yeah so that's that's i think that song plays over the opening credits which of course is sort of a dance montage which leads into a group dance which leads into a A sage dance dance, which leads into a car wash dance
3: no um there's (laughs) a lot of dancing actually (laughs) everybody (laughs) dances like Mm -hmm. male male people cops
0: well uh, yeah and and then later it turns into like a music video where yeah if there's a hospital scene pretty soon the surgeons and everyone else is going to (laughs) be infected by the beat um
1: hour and a half music video
0: yeah, this this reminded me because I knew that um Furstenberg directed this as well. And and Kelly, of course, is the main character in Ninja Three. She's the the new ninja. Um, so they had a special, you know, uh, rapport. But it's also produced by Canon Films. Um, and they I remembered that you said that they mandated to him that Ninja Three had to be uh 75% action. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I would venture, I didn't have a stopwatch out, but I would venture to say that this movie had at least 75% dancing. Oh, in. easily.
1: I'd say like 85% dancing.
0: Yeah. Um, is there any did you do any research on that?
1: I didn't do a research on dancing ratio to acting. But...
0: Oh, okay. Well, I just saw the <laughs> trivia marker.
1: Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about the percentage. of like, oh, I, I don't know, <laughs> 83%. Um, no, I was just talking about, so there's this one scene where Turbo, which is, I think is probably one of the, the highlights of the movie for me, um, mm. when he's dancing from wall to wall, from the ceiling to the floor. That's probably
0: when I said wall to wall dancing. um, He was dancing from wall to wall (laughs) behind the curtain. I just meant like the the expression.
1: Oh, like it's beginning to end. Oh, so because (laughs) I thought you meant he was
0: he was floor to ceiling dancing. (laughs) He was floor to wall, but
1: also yeah, yeah, There's also multiple walls. So I thought you were just cutting out the middleman. Well, I guess if you're on a
0: rotating stage, spoiler for your trivia, what's a wall and what's a floor?
1: I was gonna say that ruined (laughs) everything. (laughs) Well, maybe Derek doesn't know. Um, I don't know. Okay, thanks. Um, so for that scene where he's dancing wall to ceiling to floor to all the things, um, <laughs> they actually borrowed the rotating room from a nightmare on Elm Street. Hell yeah. Mm. So if you, yes, yeah, so if you watch that scene again, um, they have a picture of like Freddy's glove hanging on the wall. Oh, like
3: nice. Mm-hmm. Really? That's cool. Nice. Yeah.
0: And well, what's, um what's also could have been related is remember ninja 3 um a lot of ninja 3 shout outs in this um <laughs> was she they filmed her like apartment scenes on this um platform room that they could shake and mm-hmm. like um they
1: could tilt back and forth yeah
0: make it when when it needed to be possessed <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's cool um that this was uh, another inventive one was used for a bloody like murder on the, the ceiling. And this was used for some sweet um, romantic dance moves when he picks up uh, the the um, Hispanic lady. Mm-hmm. So, um, Was that your favorite dance sequence? Do you want to just kind of go through the the best ones?
1: So that was the top for me. Um, yeah. But then I also really like this scene where they're dancing with the doll, like the dummy. Yeah. And um, Ozone's trying to teach Ozone's trying to teach Turbo how to dance and like roman- romanticize the, his love interest. Mm-hmm. And then they start like fighting and then they're dancing back and forth with a dummy and then they start fighting over her. And then she slowly will like, the way they edit it, it's pretty cool. So they start adding in like snippets of like Kelly, but she's the dummy now or like the yep. other woman and she's the dummy and they're like going back and forth. I really, I thought it was great. They did a good, really good job editing that scene. Surprised.
0: Yeah, those two scenes go hand in hand because the first one is when Ozone is teaching Turbo what to do. Not necessarily <laughs> doing a good job, but I thought it yeah, it was super creative and um by the end of the scene, like basically Ozone is getting jealous of
3: of like he's seeing Kelly. Yeah. He's seeing Turbo dance with Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. He's seeing Turbo dance with Kelly. And, then and Turbo and sees Ozone, Ozone dancing with, with his us. girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and they and so of course they just ripped the doll limb from limb. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody. Problem solved. No, and then it, in a like a, a sweet twist, they dance with each other. They yeah, don't get mad. They immediately like, oh. they immediately move on and just like start dancing with each other. So, the, I would say for creativity, um, mm-hmm. like emotional creativity versus uh, you know logistical with the rotating room, I think that might have been my favorite. There's also a fun scene early on uh, where they do a dance fight. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. And it's just China. combat over and
1: over again.
0: I see. Yeah.
1: How do you nope. win? I know.
0: This is what this is what I wanted to ask you um, because you're the dance expert. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe Derek's the fight ex- fight expert. Uh, I've got no no um, expertise in this. So we'll just describe describe the combat, Ashley. Well,
1: as a baby break dancer. Um I don't so <laughs> they just start like I don't even know how to explain it because it doesn't make sense to me. So they're just they show up, they throw a spray the what are they called? Electro rockers, mm-hmm. throw a spray paint can into like the community center and they're like, oh, it's them. And they chase them down the street and they end up with these like abandoned cars and they're dancing on top of cars and battling each other. And everyone singled out like another person, like Kelly's dancing against another woman. They're all just like have this one person that are like dance challenging back and forth. But at the end, the electric rockers like seem to lose because they left. But I feel like everyone, you just dance until you're tired. Is that how you win? Like, I don't.
0: There's It's mostly non-contact dancing, but occasionally someone will get like, tossed onto a the uh, the hood of a car or flip over Kelly like flips over a car yeah um, but no
1: one gets hurt so
0: well no definitely no one gets hurt it's not that kind of movie um we didn't come here to kill kids um, <laughs> so Ooh. it's um it's 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 unclear exactly what the rules of engagement are but it's fun
1: yeah <laughs> so. no it is fun it's just and I like how it said combat 45 times over and over again.
0: Yeah. Well oh, it's that.
1: like I know what they're doing. I get it.
0: I mean, I hate to say it, but did Mortal Kombat theme song rip this off?
1: Ooh, I thought about that. I'm gonna say no.
0: It starts <laughs> with that same like shrine sound and then it goes into combat. I mean well
1: in Mortal Kombat, it's a gong. It's different.
0: It's not a shrine, it's not like a, a
1: ching. no, it's it's deeper, it's different, it's completely different. They didn't okay. it off.
0: Well, they added the word mortal, I'll give them that. Um
3: <laughs> and they sold that, combat differently. That scene was cool. Uh True. Derek, do you have a favorite dance scene? My favorite scene is Turbo's um uh, revolving, room, revolving dance. room. Yeah. Y'all room y'all that was so rad. Y'all thought that was better than the hospital um music um, video scene? Well, you know, Turbo Turbo's girl comes out of the closet. Yeah, it's just a wild scene. The, the hospital scene was amazing. Sexy nurses. Uh, doing high kicks. Yeah.
0: Well, what I liked about it was that they the, the surgeons are doing, like, open heart something on a patient, and he flatlines. <laughs> and then the beat and starts up. the beat up. brings him the the to
3: life. The beat brings him back to life. That was I thought amazing. the beat
0: was going to make them, like, operate differently or like put the electric pads Me too. there's a nice electric um you know shout out but no they just drop what they're doing and start dancing <laughs> and, and they the- leave him and they leave him but the beat itself does does the work for him and brings the patient back to life
3: that that is a good scene i'm glad you yeah. reminded me of yeah. that i was laughing my ass off
0: it's the most like absurdest. i mean well the, the whole movie is absurd of course but mm-hmm. like as far as it, it, it's it got the most different types of people dancing. There's a clown. There's the nurses. There's the surgeons.
1: People with crutches that like throw their crutches into the hallway. Oh, right.
0: Dancing. Yeah, yeah. Like people all of a sudden. They can, can walk and can they're walk. fine. One dude like flips over his walker. And then starts yeah. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought that was fun. And then I guess the only other memorable one um, or the most memorable other one would be just kind of the the big dance party at the end um so i figured we could just do a quick ranking of our favorites um i'm gonna go with man you know i think i do have to go with them fighting over the doll even though the hospital one's really fun
1: i'm still gonna stick with mine the floor for the ceiling to florida to wall to everything yeah okay.
3: I'm, I'm with ashley as well that one was just great Carbo I read... was being super cute trying to show off. So mm-hmm.
0: this is a really feel-good movie. I mean, it's a movie that I could easily go into not wanting to like and and you know pick all pick all the flaws apart and let that ruin the enjoyment, but it really is just kind of infectiously uh upbeat <laughs> for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. <laughs> um except for oh. the weirdly I mean, maybe necessary moments of like uh, injecting drama and evil characters. Ashley, what did you think about kind of like this whole um, war between the the kids trying to save their community center and the evil developer? Uh, I thought it was
1: realistic because it's based on a true story. (laughs) No, I just felt really bad. I don't know. I thought like the developers were asshole. There's a lot of like people in this movie that I did not care for. And they didn't have redeeming qualities. So
0: the developer is like a just one-note comic villain. I mean, or not comic, but like just a just villain. Your your cookie cutter like uh, evil the d- evil white dude uh, who's just putting his business interests above the interests of the community. Um, but the more insidious yeah, bad guy is probably um, Kelly's dad. I mean, yeah. her mom's just kind of aloof. Mm-hmm. You you said that they pointed out how rich she was last movie, but I don't remember that at all.
1: Well, I remember, I remember Kelly coming from a place of like affluence, so I remember that going into this one. Well, I'm she's like sure.
0: super rich.
1: Yeah, very, very rich.
0: Um, but of course, this is also kind of a trope where her parents want her to go to Princeton and become, I don't know, a, a lawyer or something. And so they don't really approve. Um, at least the dad uh, doesn't approve of her alternative dance lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she takes uh, Ozone and Turbo home uh, to dinner, just much like in the first movie where she takes them to a party. And this does not reflect well on my character's like savviness. The fact mm-hmm. that she would just like walk them into that situation and not realize how. um, uh racist <laughs> yeah her dad her dad would be towards them um you know they're not trying to their credit they're not trying to like play a part or dress differently or or be anything other than themselves so that's kind of fun to see mm-hmm. but um
1: doesn't go over well
0: yeah no it doesn't go over well at all and I'd say all this tension kind of um uh culminates in a scene where the developer, Rolls in with four bulldozers and just and just is ready to order the the construction workers to plow through all the all these group
2: kids. Of kids. Yeah. Stop! I said stop! Oh! Hey, why do you stop? The
3: kids. I don't care about the kids. I want that stage knocked down yeah, now. Yeah, come on, move me. No way. We what do you mean to... no way? We what do you mean to do a job? Not to kill kids. Who are you working for? <laughs> We're going
1: home. Jesus. No, you're not
3: going home. You're working for Yeah, awful this this reminded me so much of the red house here in portland oh yeah
0: i mean it is it is kind of the 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 only flaw, flaw of this movie trying to have any sort of um real stakes is that it doesn't seem to like take them that seriously uh, I, right. I mean like you know are we really supposed to believe that this is how the guy would handle it he's going to just try to Uh, he was going to run over a kid with a with a bulldozer Mm -hmm. um, yeah build his shopping mall or whatever
1: yeah and that this is actually based um i think i alluded to it earlier but it's based on a true story so the radiotron was a youth center near macarthur park in la and it faced demolition um so the youth director and the community got together to march and try and save it but they did not. So this is a happier ending. Oh, um, Yeah. So that happened in 1985. So they tried to save the building and it was demoed for construction of a Parkview mall. Hmm. So,
0: okay. So this well, is the happier ending. Real life, <laughs> real life goes on. That actually makes sense that they wouldn't have been able to save, <laughs> save the, the community center by sheer force of dance in real life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess we kind of touched on this, but, just the Kelly character, I, I picked her for for myself, and but I'm conflicted about it. Like I was conflicted about, are we rooting for her to go like pursue her dreams of dance in Paris? She gets this job offer there. Are we supposed to be rooting for her to stay in this weird sort of relationship with Turbo with Ozone, but not really? Um, like, what do we want her? What do we want for Kelly?
1: Well, I wanted Kelly to go to Paris because I don't like her.
3: <laughs> I wanted Kelly to not act by herself. <laughs> she yeah. was much better when she was but, with other. Oh. people. well, yeah. But <laughs> you're besides single that, single her out for acting.
1: Well, they're yeah, they're all bad actors.
3: But <laughs> she's extremely bad. I kind of wanted.
1: Herself. I mean, I didn't. I wanted her to stick around to help save the community center, but then I also was like, if you're gonna, if you have a job opportunity, job opportunity in Paris, like you take it. I mean.
0: Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to know who were really. I guess she's the main protagonist of the movie, but Mm -hmm. like, and especially in the first one, I think it it sort of ended with her getting, getting the job out of, out of it. Um, But it would, it would be better if it was more focused on like the ozone and turbo characters. And and she was sort of a a side character. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just kind of awkward how that, how she has to be the, (laughs) the lead. Um, All that said, they, put on a hell of a show and (laughs) in a moment of complete redemption that, that wipes away all his past mistakes, the father, (laughs) Kelly's father swoops in and donates the final $50,000 and now we're saved. And Um, now he's not racist. Done. Now he's not racist anymore. Uh, Was that a good uplifting into the movie or kind of just a easy fix? a super easy fix they could yeah. kind
1: have of, i mean if they just raise the money or like on their own or something i don't know he just didn't need to be involved he's terrible so and, yeah. and then and then he was like wearing like a brightly colored headband he's like now nah, i like belong and, like mm, you still suck so
0: i mean he even he even like tells kelly that now he now he gets it now he supports her it's just the most like it's not it needed. Happens in the course of like a day or something that he goes through a complete um psychological transformation so yeah mm-hmm. Unrealistic, but let's leave our discussion, um, our initial discussion, on a high note. What are you going to do? Leaving the
2: beach.
1: Yeah, you'll survive your surgery when you flatline. I love this
0: all right now let's take a quick break from our discussion of breaking two while we tune our dials to nr 84 for new release radio this is where we give you a taste of what was happening this week back in 1984 starting with the hit tune
3: let me rock it, that's all I want to
1: do. Shaka Khan, let me rock it, let me rock it, Chaka Khan. Let's
3: let am going to start doing my backflips. Khan, what you tell me, what you want to do? How do you feel for me? What you shaka Khan, you what I want to do.
0: Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> nice. The song you just heard was I Feel For You by Shaka Khan down three spots to number seven on the Oof. Billboard Top 100 for the week of December 21st, 1984. Ashley, what's happening in news and pop culture this week?
1: Well, A Christmas Carol, directed by Clive Donner, starring George C. Scott, premieres in the U.S. on TV, CBS, not in theaters. Um, the film brought in a 20.7 out of 30 rating, winning its time slot and ranking number 10 for the week. The film was marketed with the tagline, a new powerful presentation of the most loved ghost story of all time.
0: Here's the clip. <laughs> it
3: was December 24th on Holla 7th at dark When I seen a man <laughs> chilling with his dog at the park
1: This is awesome. I need to watch that. Okay. We cannot
0: confirm that that was not in the movie.
1: (laughs) Not, not in the movie. (laughs) What about the box office? Did it make the top 400 movies?
0: Hard to say. There's not a lot of box office information available for this weekend. Um, A deductive reasoning. I am pretty sure Beverly Hills Cop is still at number 1 and I do know Breaking 2 came in at number 10 with um 2.9 million so right. not sure okay. what happened in between there but it was a mild hit I'm not sure what the expectations were but you know the first one was a really a big surprise hit and that's obviously why they made this one so quickly <laughs> can't imagine they thought it was going to like Sustain that momentum, but they gave it a shot. Now for everyone's favorite segment on NR eighty four, rank the blank. Pew, pew, pew. in the. This is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites. This week, we have a really exciting topic. Best movie based on title alone. (laughs) There are a million different directions you could go in here. But Ashley, do you want to kind of give us some general title categories?
1: Cata titles? Sure. Um, So, poetic So poetic, like No Country for Old Men or Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Straight up literal, like Snakes on a Plane. (laughs) Dumb Long, like Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. (laughs) Short but Mighty, like Jaws. Uh, Take this advice title, like Get Out. (laughs) Spoiler alert, John Dies at the End. Or a bland title like Edge of Tomorrow. Could have been Live, Die, Repeat um point of view comes through oh point of view comes through in the assassination of jesse james um unique punctuation like face off or it just sounds really cool like die hard
0: i had to add that last one for jamie Um, yeah it does sound really cool (laughs) it does yeah so (laughs) you could slice and dice titles in a million different ways but those are some sort of like uh formulas for for writing a good title did we get any Instagram results for this category, Ashley?
1: We got a couple, um, suggestions "Inglorious bastards was one. Mm. And yeah,
0: Tarantino is pretty good at titles.
1: Yeah. Great at titles and a good day to die hard, which is similar yep. to, yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Those are it. nice. So for our final round, which is our selections versus the movie in question break into electric Boogaloo. Um, we'll start with the movie that we just watched some of the things that I think are good about the title are one it rhymes um (laughs) two it has the staying power because um I was sort of reading that uh, the director or somebody was saying that like the just saying electric boogaloo sort of became synonymous with the word sequel so Mm -hmm. like if you're just talking about like like I said earlier, all the things that a that a good or bad sequel does, um, building off the original, you can just use the shorthand of uh, electric boogaloo um, to stand in for sequel. Ashley, what's yours?
1: So mine um, is I'll just I'll read what it explain I'll read what it means and then I'll say the title is. Huh. Um, so the title refers to the pulp magazines and hard-boiled crime novels popular during the mid-20th century, known for their graphic violence and punchy dialogue. So my choice is Pulp Fiction, which also sounds real cool. Mm-hmm. Play that clip.
3: Oh, yeah. Does he look like a bitch? What? <laughs> Does he look
2: like a
1: Bitch. No!
0: Then why you try to fuck him like a bitch, man? <laughs> yes you did I'm pretty sure we're we need to um keep track of stuff we've done in the past because already I think we've had like re- repeaters and also we're we playing just for the heck of it but do keep in mind that we're judging these based on no context of the movie so just if you have off. to go into a movie completely blind, which one of these would you pick for me um, with that in mind? I went with um, Nicholas Winding Rethens, <laughs> or NWR for shorts, Neon, The Neon Demon, starring Elle Fanning. Um, again, I'm going to try not to talk about the movie itself. Um, you can play the music in the background, Derek.
2: Um,
0: yeah, this, Ooh, this gives you a little beats. feel for the, the vibe of the movie, but I think the title does as well pretty much boils down to the fact that it's got the words neon and demon in the title. <laughs> and uh, to quote Justin Timberlake, you could drop the the and it would be perfect. But uh, <laughs> other than that, like if you just tell me it's a, a neon uh, aesthetic combined with something demonic, I'm 100%. percent in. in.
3: <laughs> yeah. Derek, what's yours? So this this title I have actually thought about before. Uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense unless you've seen the movie but it's back to the future and classic ran- random clip from it wait a minute wait a minute doc uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine
1: <laughs> out of a delorean out of a delorean <laughs> <laughs>
0: It sounded like he was whining or crying there. I,
1: um, <laughs> He's just so moved.
0: Yeah. It's it, it, like, I mean, you get some bonus points for time travel. We're big fans of that mm-hmm. on the podcast. Um, it, it It's a head scratcher in a good way. Just like back to the future. It's like implies this sort of circular logic um you know the same logic you could apply to the movie if you overthink it maybe it'll it'll collapse on itself but if you just kind of go with it it sounds it sounds really intriguing um where and i also i didn't really sell the give the main selling point for uh we'll just circle back since we like to rank the movie that we watched um we, we like to give it its ranking first what's good about break into electric boogaloo in addition to the fact that it rhymes is it's just dumb as shit like it's ridiculous, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah it was you know that term comes from like a group of um dancers so it's not out of thin air but i uh, i'm sure everyone they were marketing it to just kind of thought it was an invention and it just sounds mm-hmm. silly i think it's appropriate um where should we yeah. rank where should we rank electric
3: boogaloo
1: I'm mm, I wanna put it in third.
3: Third. Okay, I guess I need oh, to know think I but... know what one and two are gonna be and what fourth is going to be. I this is gonna get I, yeah, I know really I, already, personal.
1: I already picked all mine. Yep. Or what so I wanna that. do.
0: Well I need to hear if does everyone think theirs is the best? <laughs> no. Okay, I think so mine is the best. I do yeah. not I think mine actually... is the best, but this is this is our most subjective category of all time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have some objective ways of arguing. (laughs) Ashley, (laughs) what what do you you do first? Sorry, what'd you say? What do you think is first?
1: I think yours is first. Oh, Oh.
0: what? I agree. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Derek. I'm
1: sorry. I just think that, well, because I think both of the words are really interesting. And you want to be like, what's, what's, it just seems intriguing. Whereas Back to the Future, although the concept sounds cool, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't like punch me. I'm like, yeah, I want to go see it. It's like, oh, Back to the Future. That could be like a generic, like dumb movie but well, neon demon sounds exciting because it
3: was a pg movie versus neon demon which was rated r but just tid-
1: but just title r alone it just sounds cool <laughs> it just sounds like it could be neon demon could be like a kids movie based on <laughs> satan i don't know <laughs>
3: but <laughs> well i won't i won't deny that neon demon does sound cool it sounds really uh, i'll cool. let you guys hash it out but i also want to go back to ashley's pick pulp fiction <laughs> like that's it's an interesting thing to think about like you know yeah, Derek, I wasn't
1: putting yours in second.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well I take
0: back, but I just sorry. We'll we'll try to be judicious and efficient with this, this segment because like for some reason, um as I go on and on, um for some reason this topic has been the one that's like intrigued me the most of, of anyone we've done before. Like thinking of trying to trying to play the thought experiment in your head of if you heard the title pulp fiction but you know could could like men in black style have your memory wiped um and i saw this name come up on like various lists and forums and stuff like i'm not sure it's a good name without the movie i don't know yeah maybe it's just me like it's intriguing it's definitely like pulp fiction it's i think what what somebody said in, in one reddit uh stream was like it's just it piques your curiosity or no, they mm-hmm. said that it's words that you've probably never seen in a movie title before. I mean, they don't like, especially it, not together. It doesn't just, it's, scream movie title. It's just kind of unique. Mm-hmm. It just so, seems
1: interesting, like intriguing. So I look at yeah. it. I'm like, Oh, Pulp Fiction. Okay. Like I checked that out. I was trying to rank it in like what movies I'd want to see. And so for me it would be Neon Demon, mm-hmm. then Pulp Fiction, then break into, and then back to the future.
0: The fact that if it was just Electric Boogaloo, like Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo, yeah. like you already know it's a seat. Like it immediately tells you, okay, more of the first one. Mm-hmm. So you don't really. The title doesn't. Eventually, it would have a life unto its own. Like I had heard of this movie before. I'd heard of Breaking One. I'd heard of like the subtitle for this movie. So I guess over time it could achieve that. Um, but I'm with you, obviously. Neon Demon won. Um, Back to the Future. I think, based on what I just said about Pulp Fiction, kind of just
3: not jumping out at me. Back to the Future sounds the lame. Future is, Sorry,
1: sounds the movie is great, but it sounds. Oh, for me, it sounds lame.
3: As long as you guys like the movie. Yeah, love the movie. That, no, the movie is irrelevant.
1: So what if we just do Neon true. Demon wins, and then everything else is what? I'm just kidding.
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're
1: really not going to decide on something.
3: The, yeah um i thought i was gonna win this easy by the way well Ugh. that's that's why it's interesting i mean like yeah, yeah.
0: i th- I think it is a really cool title um but it's totally valid that ashley has a wrong opinion i mean different um <laughs> yeah
3: wrong for sure
0: i mean <laughs> um okay neon demon clear winner and, and we'll let the others simmer for a while <laughs> maybe maybe we'll come back dance it out day. yeah yeah <laughs> Wow, well, it's almost time to sign off on New Release Radio for this week and give our final thoughts on break in two. But before we do, let's listen to a cool new track that debuted at number 65 on this week's Billboard Top 100.
3: Don't you just love that announcer's voice,
0: Ashley? <laughs> Sometimes.
1: Just kidding. you, <laughs> crazy
0: That was "Do They Know It's Christmas" by all sorts of people. The <laughs> massive supergroup um, that was that formed for Band Aid in 1984, where they were um, raising awareness and money for people affected by the famine in Ethiopia. Huge hit in the UK, medium hit um, in the US. But now it's time to go back to our feature presentation. Ashley, how are the reviews?
1: Audience really liked it. Critics, mm, not as much. (laughs) But um, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So this is this the part of the show where I do two true critical reviews and one lie slash Ashley review, or like eighteen Ashley reviews, one critic review. You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. So I'm going to read a couple, and you guys have to tell me which one I wrote. All right, I'm Ready?
3: honing in today. I'm honing in. i got to figure this one out. I'm already going to say you didn't write any of them.
1: Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> um, even though the movie is poorly made, Electric Boogaloo is quite entertaining. It's a great movie to watch with friends. That's one. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's a movie that wants nothing more than to allow some high-spirited kids to sing and dance their way through a silly plot just long enough to make us grin. Mm. Two. Three. Let's see. Okay. Bright colors and feel good tunes were enough for me to overlook the acting.
0: Three.
3: <laughs> That's Ashley.
1: Four. Kelly should have moved to Paris.
3: <laughs> That's also Ashley. Um okay. Four is definitely Ashley. I actually I'm gonna call that Ashley wrote every single one this week. So the reverse of none. Yeah, I take back
0: <laughs> I take back my premature comment. Um I think she wrote three and four. <sighs> if so that seems too obvious which is if, usually
3: a bad sign if ashley wrote if, if ashley didn't write any one of them it would have been the first one and she wrote two three and four I, so That's my official answer
1: i wrote three and
3: four. Uh, oh, i got right. it dang
1: yep uh roger ebert wrote one and there's another one that i don't remember the critical the What's the name. one
3: what's what's
0: roger's
1: he wrote, here's a movie that wants nothing more than allow some high-spirited kids to sing and dance their way through a silly plot just long enough to make us grin. So it's positive. I mean, review. I mean, that's it's just, exactly, yeah.
0: I, I don't know what how many stars that translates to, but it's the appropriate thing to take away from it, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. there were yeah. definitely problems
3: it. with the film, but it, it made up for it, and me laughing out loud watching it by myself, and Grooving along just like the Mm -hmm. first one, so that makes sense. Exactly. For some reason, I'm more forgiving of a
0: movie like this than like a cheesy uh, comedy that hasn't aged well or or something like this. Is can't really age poorly because it was dumb from the start. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because it was bad from the start. (laughs) uh, Dancing and also the dancing doesn't age. I mean, it Mm -hmm. you know dancing goes in and out of style, but it's always gonna look cool. Dancing if, is forever. If good people are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, those were um compelling reviews, Ashley. Thanks. I cannot ama- I cannot wait to find out how many awards this movie won. None.
1: No. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. Sorry. Didn't wasn't up for any, didn't win any.
0: Just, no Razzies.
1: I didn't see any Razzies. Yeah. Um That's no good. awards at all. But I have some Ashley Awards.
0: Yeah. I bet you do.
1: I, should, I that's why i said i had some <laughs> um so i have the high stepping happy happy hop- hospital award
3: <laughs> say that again
1: please. i don't know if i can <laughs> the high stepping happy happy hospital award
0: wow because
1: <laughs> that's for all the dancing in the hospital because now you i have to explain it. my awards okay um and then my other award is the feet foxes award like the fleet foxes but for oh rather dancing with her feet they oh. footwork. Feet foxes.
0: They're fle- fleet of foot. Isn't that a phrase?
1: Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Fleet How of foot. Like that alliteration? Fleet
0: of foot. Isn't that a phrase? <laughs> I'm using a P. Yeah. It's tricky. Try some some different phonetics. Sneaky, there, so.
3: sneaky. Yes, it's <laughs> <phonetics>. <laughs> Um Those well, are my words. <laughs> great
0: awards. I'm sure the Thank cast you. will be thrilled to find out um, long after the fact that they are still getting the recognition that they deserve. <laughs> yeah. I think now we can do our um, ranking on a scale of one to 84, how 80s this movie is based on music and wardrobe and actors. And of course, 80s tropes. So the tropes that stood out to me um, as mostly 80s things were dancing is serious business, meaning you can solve anything through dancing, um, dance party ending. (laughs) for sure. Um, This was the Trope Namer, um, which is a a category that uh, our website, our website, (laughs) one of my favorite websites, (laughs) tvtropes.com, uses when a movie defines a trope. So um, the oddly named sequel trope that we uh, alluded to earlier comes from this movie. And then um, title drop, which is when they repeatedly say electric boogaloo in that song first thing over and over and over yeah um if we were playing the uh drinking one of the standard drinking game rules that we use is every time a character says the name of the movie so that would qualify here um this i think we've learned a lot over the over the last nine months about what this ranking means I got a little hung up with like toxic Avenger on the fact that this movie could only exist in the eighties or like feels definitively of it's of the time. But then again, that doesn't make it necessarily get need to be awarded the highest score. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Agreed. So it's not really one of the most iconic movies of the eighties. It's got eighties music. I mean, of us of a sort,
1: it has iced tea.
0: Iced tea. I'd say the wardrobe. Um, and the hair. And the hair is very 80s. I mean, these actors aren't famous, but they were at the peak of their their fame. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the 80s. Um, and the dance, like, was this the peak for this type of dancing?
1: Probably.
3: Mm... Yeah, I mean you know, put it put some uh cardboard out and start breakdancing. Yeah. Or, you know. know. Just a, a movie where the the plot like
0: revolves around dancing and performance. Like we've watched Streets of Fire, Purple Rain, now this, um, might be forgetting some others just from this year alone. I would say just that whole dance um vibe is very 80s. So
1: well it's interesting. I said some quick um fact checking. Mm-hmm. So breakdancing and pop and pop and locking um mm-hmm. <laughs> became more pop. It started in the sixties and then it reached its peak and came to like New York City around the 70s. So right. maybe so then it gave it time. So like the 80s would make sense, I guess for like the to be the most popular part of
0: Yeah, that Bend. documentary came out in the late seventies. And you know, I'm definitely not saying this movie is the final verdict on its popularity but Mm -hmm. it it had to have mass appeal beyond like it you know taking it from a subculture to popular culture to some extent yeah all that said i'm gonna
3: say low 70s probably yeah um we don't know what we gave it the first one do we we were we even doing this category i
1: don't think we were ranking but then
3: okay all right well you guys ready yeah yeah
1: calc it up (laughs) Good
3: hope. <laughs> all right it's you know it's a little slow
1: uh, maybe we'll get an upgrade okay. next year
3: <laughs> i mean i stole this from some random nerd in 84 uh, you
1: changed his whole future you can't do that but what I, effect.
3: I also traded him a 20 bill which was a lot back then so okay you guys ready it yeah. is music 20 points mm-hmm. music was dope the costumes or you know like the their apparel and everything 10 only 10 yeah sorry just, continue the music was amazing i should have gone from highest to lowest here but anyway dancing 15 ice tea come on 5 he broke a record with his hand he punched it uh, oh the, right the, the, the yeah, graffiti yeah. on that um community building was really rad 10 mm. so the names just the character names 10 <laughs> Turbo, so we're at 70.
1: Yep. Okay.
2: Well, so 70s. Right. I think we
3: agree low 70s.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah.
3: So it's not going to
0: crack our top three of Beverly Hills Cop 85 somehow out of 84. <laughs> Terminator 84 out of 84. And at the Comet holding it down with 83. And this is right in the Gremlin zone, which is 72, which I just rewatched <laughs> this week um, in honor of uh, to get in the Christmas mood. And it's impossible to kind of like say break in versus Gremlins. Which one is more of an '80s movie? It just comes down to personal preference at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. I think they're in the same ballpark, though. So '70s sounds about right. Yeah. I think what um? This might be interesting. What's our recommendation here? Actually, watch or skip?
1: Um, watch with a few beers with friends. Yeah. Or skip, but. <laughs>
0: I don't
3: Take know. Your pick, yeah. <laughs> or well, I think no, there's no. Skipping. No, no. What's I think
1: right? if I, it's okay. I think if I hadn't, like, I've watched it now, so I'm good for a while. But <laughs> if I, in a couple of years from now, someone's like, "Hey, I want to watch Breaking 2, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll watch it again," because it's inter- right. it's very entertaining.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, I, this is this is again one of those. I, I feel like we, I said the same thing last week. Where I'm not going to tell someone to do either. Like, if they want to watch it go for it. Would
1: it, you watch it with them again? Yeah.
0: I okay. mean, yeah, not right away. I mean, I'm being as generous as I possibly can and had a really good time watching it, but it's like cotton candy. It's, it's completely gone and digested and, and out of my system uh, already. So, okay. You know, like it's, it was, it was fine. It was a good use of, or in a good entertaining hour and a half.
3: And then I'll never think about it again, frankly. <laughs> Derek, what's All your right. recommendation? Oh man, honestly, I would recommend everybody to re- to watch the first one and then watch the second one. <laughs> <There> <laughs> oh. Seriously, seriously. Well, right. oh, how about um, this? The, oh, sorry. Go I, ahead. I'm, yeah, just the the concepts that they they kind of expand upon in this film uh, do translate into today's day and age, and I think it's important for people to see, you know what what song and dance can do to a person's personality and how that it can could impact the world so i hate to be all cheesy about it but definitely rewatch you know watch it if you haven't seen it rewatch and there better be a remake (laughs) and
0: there better be (laughs) well yeah we'll see i think we've got like um uh what are those dance movies gosh i'm blanking uh Uh, that uh oh
3: that popular bring it up
0: Step step up, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's up. there's a million, but like step up, Havana Nights, step, step up, up two. franchise, yeah. yeah. Would be the closest thing. Well,
3: I, you got to bring Turbo and everybody back. Ozone, Kelly, Kelly
1: can stay in Paris or wherever she, she can is.
3: stay in Paris. Bring it, bring in a new Kelly, a, a brunette. I agree. So to to highlight the um, oh, the, she is a brunette. Yeah, she's a issues. brunette.
1: Bring a different brunette. <laughs> a
3: blonde.
0: No, just focus <laughs> on on minority characters. This is a movie that sure. is yeah, very anti gentrification um contrary to how the story played out in real life as ashley mentioned uh they were able to use their love and and art um to improve the world it's it's a positive message that's only undermined by the like general tone of the movie so i think derek has the most optimistic reading of it if you want to Mm -hmm. give it credit for those things um at a a surface level it, it definitely Surface level, yeah. 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 You're
3: not going to use this to like, you know, make some huge changes, but this could help guide somebody towards making those changes. Well,
0: and and the the Kelly character, as much as y'all are shitting on her. Um (laughs) her the message there is kind of like follow follow your heart. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know whether her heart her heart turns out to be in saving the community versus pursuing her self interest. So I guess that was a good message as well.
3: And she's never listened to her agent or her dad about who she should be involved with mm-hmm. spending time with what the motives are you know with dancing right but, regardless of whether she yeah pursues her career
0: or uh continues community activism she's going to do it through dance yep <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um ashley you um since breaking two electric boogaloo is such a memorable movie title um did you come up with you know how how would you times that by three or when you take it up another notch what would it be
1: breaking three popping locking from your (laughs) knee i
0: i get the rhyme but i I think you have your work you have some more work to do
1: i think it's pretty good
0: you need to pop in. There's you need... lock
1: in. They get other than better
3: than electric boogaloo. You're supposed to like. Breaking get... three. No, it's I supposed to, to be like a paragraph long, 80, oh, like 75 yeah. to 85% longer. So. Right. You could go longer. You could break go rhyme. Ooh, I'm not even going to try.
1: Breaking three. E, 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 E. about
3: <laughs> breaking three? Bunch of <laughs> yeah.
0: Breaking three. Solar energy. No. Keeping them <laughs> keen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I was trying to go with the new a new form of electric. Breaking three <laughs> solar keep energy. Trying it, yeah. it to keep it relevant. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. It could be about like a solar plant that save they save the dance planet. With. They dance, Ooh. yeah. They solar Ooh. dance. Ooh. Breaking Ooh, how about three they, solar energy, save the planet. T <laughs> Believe in the if you have to dance to power
0: the world. Ooh. Literally. That's, their, that's the tagline. Yeah. Done. Make kinda, the poster. I, I kind of like that. Actually. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> what are we going to uh, memorialize from this movie in our new release wax museum?
3: I'll let you guys take it away. I don't know. Well,
1: we don't have music in our wax museum. Just saying.
3: Sure. What do you mean?
1: Like, we don't have any music playing. Yeah. I know it's not a wax thing. All we but, hear like, is... <laughs> we have no soundtrack.
3: Charlie Sheen whistling some weird creepy tunes. but
1: we are a janitor.
3: Yeah, for not for long.
1: Um, Maybe we could have um,
3: the soundtrack.
1: Some, the soundtrack or we could have a little um dance Turn stage. Table. Like a stage for people to dance on made out of wax.
0: Yeah, like nice slippery, smooth wax.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be fun for lawsuits. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well you, you can use wax to actually don't you use wax when you're like um? I know you do do it when you're surfing or or skating or something maybe. But like,
3: would wouldn't you put it down on the cardboard to spin around faster? Potentially, I'm not sure. Me,
1: mm, I don't know. Maybe I,
3: on on like your knees and your the bottoms of your feet, or like the soles of your shoes, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that. Is that for grip or it's probably not to slide off your board? Well, it's for, surf wax is different than skate wax. Well, there's right.
1: snowboarding wax too. Yeah, to make you go faster right so maybe
2: okay yeah. sure
0: well, we'll have so a, da- let's oh, have a little oh, dance floor a wax okay.
3: dance floor mm-hmm. all right cool oh. well oh, that's with it with a group of like those uh just a, a bunch of wax figurines that are watching you dance too from the movie oh,
1: like an audience yeah <laughs> okay cool a whole set
3: right on a lot more um, for our janitor to clean up to, to <laughs> dust
1: whatever
0: I guess that's it for our discussion of Breaking Two, and Breaking Three, and Breaking One, and Ninja Three, and
3: say goodbye to movies <laughs> from 1984. Uh, oh man, it was a good year. If yeah. I would say so, maybe the best year ever uh, of
0: film. Oof! It for at least two more weeks can have <laughs> that title. Um, <laughs> we don't have to say our final parting words about the year right now because we're going to have a wrap up show. But oh. before we have that, we're going to be watching one more full length movie for next week. We are returning to the present to go back to the past <laughs> for this.
1: Oh, I get it! <laughs> Great time. Time will come, Diana. This world is not yet ready for all
3: that you will do it's time to believe in wonder, wonder. women <laughs> and women wonder woman 1984 in theaters and streaming exclusively on hbo max Rated pg 13.
0: okay so Wonder Woman, 1984, comes out on Christmas Day, and we struck an exclusive deal with Warner Brothers and HBO Max to, Not you know, to push it <laughs> no. out while we were still doing the podcast. So you can thank us for getting that that release date secured. It's just, <laughs> I mean, honestly, they reached out to us because they did felt actually. like they couldn't miss this this opportunity. <laughs> if like while we were still in '84 for the podcast, they they knew they needed to have the movie come out. Um, So it's exciting. I mean, it's the perfect capstone to a year of 84 movies, a 2020 movie that is reveling in the best year ever. Uh, (laughs) Ashley, I know you've been anticipating this movie for what, um, an hour? Uh, like 42
1: pretty, minutes are
3: you excited Actually, yeah. <laughs> had no idea that 19- I didn't know this Wonder was a thing 84 was legitimately the title of a brand new movie even though I thought it
1: was just Wonder it. Woman from 1984 and I was like oh that's cool
0: and I <laughs> well, thought I'd already
1: seen it <laughs>
3: have you seen the
0: the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman I saw the first Gal one Gadot, yeah by the way Gal Gadot yep yep uh, uh, I saw the
1: first one yep but I didn't know this one existed so I'm excited
0: <laughs> yeah uh It would be, I mean, if theaters were open, it would be, it was supposed to come out over the summer and it was like one of the most anticipated movies of the year. So Merry Christmas to all and to all, I suggest subscribing to the podcast by searching for a new word this week, new release, best year ever on Spotify or Apple podcast or anywhere else you get podcast. That's a wrap.
3: E! yee <laughs>